Hello, and welcome to the first part of our Monster of the Week adventure, in which two grisly murders occur, and without adventures to help, it's up to like three of the worst people in town to solve the mystery. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of The Dice Fiends, in which we are playing Monster of the Week in a kind of D&D setting, because playing D playing fantasy, but fuck D&D because of that OGL nonsense. Who knows, maybe by the time this comes out, that will be illegal to say, in which case, my name is Tensei. Um, but <laughs> if it's not legal to say... <laughs> I am waffles. You can. I am the leader of the leader. I am the DM master of ceremonies for this one shot. I use the they them pronouns, and I will not be playing anyone except all the wonderful citizens of Old Oak who are not these lovely chuckle fucks. These lovely chuckle fucks, such as Tensei. Uh. Hi, depending on the legality of saying fuck the OGL, I may or may not be Waffle Frog. Yeah, my name is Tensei. I use he, they, and today I will be playing the wonderfully randomly generated name Gun Nun. A turtle with a gun and skateboard because Monster of the Week's kind of weird like that. Hi, I my name is Lorenzo, also known as Lozo, with the he him in the pronouns. I will be playing Ola Oloyer Proudthump, a Haragon spellslinger with a gun. <laughs> Cause when magic doesn't work, sometimes a firearm is, as I call it, the BFG, the best friend gun. <laughs> nice. Hey, that's me. I'm Friendicle. I go do the he theys. I'm playing Carl Interfoot, a halfling, the flake. And if there's any issues with my uh, erratic, nonsensical behavior, uh, please direct all complaints on Twitter to at the Space Hamster. <laughs> yep, that's the exact one. And if that's not responding, go to at TPC on Twitter and tell him how much you like the Crow's Codex because it is a very good show. He deserves more validation. Hot Indeed take. He does. We are in the town of Old Oak today. It is a town on the brink of an industrial revolution. Small, the adventuring economy is drying up as the world becomes more explored. You know, there's just not as much room for random hobos and mercenaries coming around being like, hey, do you need some beholders killed? But we are not dealing with adventurers today. We are dealing with a couple of citizens. As last night, William and Maria Faircloth avid industrialist who came down to the town of Old Oak to start a textile mill were found dead, attacked, apparently attacked by wolves and killed while on a walk. The guard is saying that wolves did it, and now hunters are advocating for clearing out wolves in a nearby sacred grove. But that's not what some concerned citizens think. There's something go deeper going on, because after all, wouldn't wolves eat them if they killed them? Where do we find our three heroes? In front of the town bulletin with a thing of string and a lot of nails. Gun Nun is sitting uh, on, on, the, on the front porch of a house not too terribly far away watching 
that kid's up to weird shit again. A lawyer walks into frame behind Gundam, <laughs> uh, having a small carrot in his mouth and goes, well, I do believe he certainly is. But we always knew that boy ain't right. But he's he may be onto something. Hmm. Do you think we should make sure he's not doing anything troublesome? I say this does definitely need our specificities of our skill sets. In other words, yes. <laughs> That is not a word. <laughs> it can be if you believe hard enough. And if you say it with enough confidence, it will be. <laughs> but it is not this day. But yes, he does think he could use our uh, aid. Uh, Tortle then begins the arduous process of standing up. I, I, stay, I stay on the beat. Just staring at you as you slowly get up. Not and, helping at all. Uh, a minute, uh, I'm slowly thumping my foot and go, uh, do you need a little assistance there? No, no, I've got it. Don't worry yourself. Almost there. And then there's a crack <laughs> as his back snaps. <laughs> Ooh, a, a lawyer's carrot pops out of his mouth. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about that sound that you just made? That doesn't sound good. I didn't make any sound. That was you, probably. Nope. That definitely came from you. <laughs> the only sound I'm making is the thumpy thump 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 of my foot. And the probably the carrot that I just dropped, which <sighs> pull out I pull out a little that's it, pull out another carrot and go. Get and I go gaslight gun and gatekeep yeah. girl boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think maybe Carl is too busy with his conspiracy board, but I think you both see the local sheriff, a uh, sheriff by the name of Thorns Hall, probably veteran. He is now in that stage of his life where any muscle he has is just concealed under a layer of sedentary, like having lived a sedentary life, gut, you know, mm-hmm. certified dad bod. Gotcha. But you don't. David Harbour worth looking at. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just comes up. Well, no, no, cool roll. Nope, I'm not doing that voice. Hey, cool roll. You're not marking whoa, whoa, whoa. up the town's bulletin board again, are you? Well, no, no, not at all. Because see, it 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 couldn't have been wolves. You know why? Because over over here, you've got the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker all running a train on one another in the tub. Because you know, rub a dub dub. But over here, off to the other side of town, completely uninvited, you've got the infamous twink, little boy blue, blowing his own horn. <laughs> and the fact that he was not invited to that wonderful display of bath time shenanigans is just completely homophobic. But not related to the wolves because the wolves are not related at all well hickory dickory doc what did we just stumble upon what is this (laughs) what did i expect even okay uh fairy tale land after dark is what we're getting here (laughs) the sheriff Gives you a concerned look, a concerned that boy ain't right look. <laughs> look, often I know how they go. It's a it's a sad old matter. They were killed by wolves. We're just gonna have to keep away from the grove for a while. You know, wait for this all to calm down. Ah. Uh, I mean, if you want to go by the coroner's office, he, he will tell you the. 
Same thing I'm telling you now. How could it be wolves when everything in the grove is just related to bears? And speaking of bears, we're going back to the butcher. He is talking about the lizard folk, lizard folk, fuck, lizard folk butcher, <laughs> Blep, who doubles as the town's coroner. Biggest cold place in town. That is a very auspicious uh, two jobs. Mm-hmm. Oh, historically, a barber was basically a dentist slash barber as well. Yeah. He also doubles as a surgeon you in know, emergencies. Min maxing. Yeah. Though so at the same time, if he's a butcher as well as the coroner, and he's lizard folk, uh, does he also handle the corpse disposal? <laughs> uh, you'll have to go there and find out. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sign on the front of the store. It's not cannibalism if you're not the same species. That's a good point. Yeah. It's that's valid. <laughs> but that also means we got very little time to examine the body. <laughs> <laughs> Before it's the daily special. Yes. <laughs> well, my look at the time. We definitely should be heading in our way. Uh gun gun. Uh, in much ca- haste, trailing yes. red string behind me. Yes, Carl, <laughs> gun, 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 you'll catch up. You see, Blep's assistant, Dolp, a little grung, just manning the counter while he's in the back. He says, well, hello. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, what premium cuts can I get? Oh, my boss, okay. With the, uh, oh, I guess I won't be doing this voice anymore. With the <laughs> important meats. Yes, let's hit all the let's get all the lawsuit targets. <laughs> hey, boss! Some people are here to talk to you. And you hear, uh, yes, 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 yes. Let them in. Let them in. And blop. I uh, will. And blop will. I'm sorry, I was playing with dice and I got distracted. And Blop will just let you into the back room. It's cold back here. Blip has some heating pads on his body. Besides, just realized lizard folk. And you see the bo- two bodies of last night's wolf victims on the table. Not cut up yet. How can I, how can I help you? One sec. One sec. Uh, we're looking for a mm. pre-masticated, uh, non-domesticated uh, canine victims. Allegedly. He looks over to the two bodies. You mean those ones? Of course, those ones. Are you? Would you like to examine them? Uh... Yeah, Carl's, if they've got a sheet over them for privacy, Carl's just up and under the sheet and <laughs> making measurements. You, oh, okay. He's I, already in there. <laughs> you can just remove it, but okay, I guess that is how you do it. You can in, roll to investigate a mystery. Ooh, what do I need for that? That would be 2d6 plus your sheet. Sharp. Forgot I needed dice for this game. Dice in my tabletop RPGs? More likely than you think. I've got an eight. Eight. All right. So that is a mixed success on a seven to nine hold one. And you can spend a hold to ask me one of the following questions. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What does it do? What's being concealed here? Hmm. In my attempt to rule out wolves, what kind of creature mouth is it? All right. You're look. You're looking. You go for like the bite marks. Yes. 
and, you know, if they're too slender or too long, you know, that throws off the whole thing unless you got a were-borzoi out there. They do look like wolf bite marks, but as you're looking over, Blep will come on and be like, you know, I thought I thought it was wolves at first because it looked obvious cause of death. None of but none of these have bled enough for death by exsanguination or bleeding out or internal damage. It looked like the death was caused by hypothermia. And that's odd because it's currently like a pleasant summer. Mm. Cold wolves. Yes. The worst kind. <laughs> but they are not your, uh, what do you call it? I am becoming Russian now. They are not your garden variety forest wolves. It's a monster thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have some frost. So these are apparently we got some frostbiters. Is what we have here. Carl's going to slink under the table and start taking notes on the underside with a piece of chalk. Okay. <laughs> All right. How utterly disrespectful! Well, it's the underside of the table. And it's chalk, so it just wipes away. Did you find anything in the body, like a tooth or a or hair fragments or anything, any type of lint, aside from the permafrost? There was some blood on the sleeve that did not belong to him. That did not belong to the good sir, and it does, I don't think it belonged to his wife, because the wound doesn't reflect it. And he was missing his knife today when they found his body. Really? So he could have stabbed whatever it was. But then why wouldn't we find blood from a wolf running away? Have they examined the scene of where they found the bodies? You know the guard. You know guards. They say yeah, it's wolves. They... It's an easy answer. I don't think anyone's disturbed it. But mm-hmm. hmm. may bear some may bear bear a second pair of eyes to look into this. Hey, Carl. Yep. And Bud, he stands up too quickly. <laughs> uh, I think maybe we should probably check the scene of the crime, if you so, if I so put it. Okay. Quick uh, quick question. Yes. Uh, where can you draw us a lo- can you draw us an approximate location of where they found them? Yes. Um, you know the river outside of town. Yeah. Ah, yes. You know, yes. Just keep following these for about the, the, the oh. location they're building their mill, their textile mill on. They were taking a walk out along that way. When the wolf apparently wolves apparently attacked them. Hmm. Interesting. Then that's where we should go heading, unless unless Carl found anything interesting on the bodies. Uh, other than the bites, not matching. New theories. Gotta look for somebody cold, cold-hearted. Yes, possibly wounded. No, not and was someone <laughs> investigating the bite marks, like how they were set up? Because I know that you. I mean, if Carl hasn't, I'm I'm willing to check check. Roll plus sharp for that, because Carl, right. I took it the Morris Carl was making sure they were all wolves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I got a six and a four with my plus one sharp. That's an eleven. All right. So for that invest situation, investigate a mystery. You get to hold two, so you can ask what happened here. Um, let's see. What can it do? What can hurt it? Uh I'm gonna say if you're just looking at them, 
probably one of the best answers is what is questions would be what is being concealed here and I know what is being concealed here is that all the bite marks look this look like they were from the same <laughs> pair of teeth. Okay. Like you know, even you've probably dealt with like animals before and like even wild animals will have like distinctive bite patterns. And it's hard to tell it, but you're able to tell. And it looks like same the same bites. Like you don't notice any like dragging action from multiple that went on from multiple wolves. Right. So it seems like a singular entity did these bites, judging by the pressure and the indentations of the teeth. Yes. Hmm. Don't wolves normally travel in packs? They do, they do. Hmm. Ah, if wolves traveled in packs, wouldn't there be bruises from being bitten and tug of war? There would be. And also, wolves generally would target the leg, the limbs of the bodies. So try to wear it down before they go for the throat. Being one of the their favorite prey, I you'd be very mindful of such things. And also, if there was a singular wolf, they normally wouldn't attack two people. Exactly. That's not a good sort of strategy, especially for a solo hunter. They would always go for what's easily easy to catch. This one was bold. This or one, desperate. That that might be possible. The question is why? Why these two in particular? We see the how, but we don't have the why. And the and the what or the who. I think that could be the second question on Investigative Mysteries, what happened here? Or yeah. maybe what is it planning? But if what is this the corpse planning? Oh my god. These were two industrialists. So if someone wanted to kill them, it could be related to their textile mill. Hmm. Hmm. Did hmm. leave behind a son, a little boy named Arthur. No, not not Arthur. W- v- William. William. Huh. I need to stop making NPCs with the same name as each other. <laughs> hmm. How old is William? Is he like just? He's ten at most. Ten. Oh, that. Yeah, he's, he's a little human boy. He probably. He may stand to inherit it, but he will not most likely run it at his age currently. So that would mean it would have to go to whoever's the business partners. Would go to a collective, a conglomerate. Which means it could either be it might have some intention. There might be something bigger than we than we expected. It's more just a simple mauling. I mean, they're cold and it's summer. They're saying it's wolves, but it's it's clearly a solo individual. See, All I see, know. you're on you're on the right track. The yes. best thing is, kids are candid. You've given me an idea. Uh, Lerp, God, we... Lerp. Do you yes. gotta think. For what? Uh, I need to become a little bit more presentable. Yes. Yes, you can. And Carl runs over to whatever sink he's pointed at and, you know, just starts washing his face, like, wetting and, like, hand-combing his hair back, doing everything he can to, um in his current state, look more clean and youthful. You know, to pass off as a kid. 
What? <laughs> I'm going to say roll plus cool to act under pressure. Oh, look at the little gray baby. I'm hoping there is no God. <gasps> you can hear me. Hey, gray baby. What a good kitty. Oh, God. With a minus one, I have it directly into the camera. Of course. Yeah, you're ready to say what's up, fellow kids. <laughs> Yay for you do being what you set out to do. And being kid sized. You mm. look like a cool youth. How do you do, fellow youths? Right now, y'all have. You have three leads. Or you have two leads, actually. The. The trail. And the kid. There's also a hunter in town who's been advocating for, like, wiping out the sacred grove after this. Like, he just went hard into it as soon as the news broke. And there is a local druid. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's four things and only three of us. Hmm. I think if we're going to confront the guy who's a bit uh, gung-ho, uh, we're going to need uh, more than just one gun going into that convo. Hmm. Well, I have a gun. And I have a gun. And I have a gun! Please, don't go gun. Please, everyone, put your guns away in the store. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Although, because open is, carry, right? Loaded. Apparently. <laughs> Wait, you had yours loaded? <laughs> I don't know if mine's loaded. Remember where I got it? Let's not find out. <laughs> Hmm, the safety's off, too. You're definitely not gonna go around a kid now. <laughs> <laughs> All the cool kids have guns. I believe it's called a piece. <laughs> we should probably start, as all things do, we should probably hit the trail first. And then probably check on the kid. And if, we run into, yes. and if we run to the hunter, uh, uh, I'll just I'll pull something out of my hat to distract him. Is it another gun? No. So we're going to do the <laughs> wolf season, rabbit season bit? Maybe. I haven't decided yet. Maybe I'll combine the two. Who knows? Make it human season for him. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, are y'all going to the trail first? Um, yeah. Uh, okay. If, if if we all agree to go there, unless y'all y'all can split that, up. You know it. We could it's split logical. the party. There's many eyes, and we got to connect as many dots as possible. Go look for the marks. Go look for the drags. They put on oh. a wonderful story time. So, Carl. Since you're so amped up to go meet the kid, you maybe work on that lead. Yeah. Uh, Gun Nun and I may. Gun Nun, I could probably assess the trail unless Gun Nun wants to check the trail or wants to follow a different lead. Mm, the trail does seem like the best spot. Everything else is just. Suspicion. Agreed. All right, Carl, looks like you're going to go solo. All right. Off to the playground to find the uh, newest orphan on the block. Oh, don't say it like that. <laughs> what? We'll just send him to be trained by ninjas to come back and, you know, Bring justice to the city. 
I've, I've, I've read that story. It doesn't go the way they, he expects it to go. It never does. All right. All right. Then me and Gundam will check the trail. Carl will check on the kid, William. Uh, but Carl? Hmm? Probably put the safety on the gun. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. This is going to go in the uh, comfy pocket. So y'all make your way down to the trail. It, like Blub said, it is about 10 minutes out of town. And when you get there, you see this is loosely cordoned off. You see markings of where the bodies were found. Even though you doubt that anything is going to be done with them, there is not even a guard to keep people out. It's just that like crime scene sign and those little markers showing where the bodies are found. I approach the rope and I I gesture the gun nun. I take a piece of the rope and start shrinking the rope slowly in my hand, making it disappear. <laughs> all right. Gun unclaps. The rope is all but gone by the time you're done with it. I then take a bow and quickly hide it under my tunic. As, we, <laughs> <laughs> as for the scene, you see the markers where the bodies are. The bodies are about, like, five meters apart altogether, or the markers are, with one being, like, where the trail would open up to, like, go towards the being, the factory that's being built, or the textile mill that's being built. Like, you can just see, like, right in, right there, and one is on the trail heading back to town. So it's pretty open, is what you're describing from what the trail is. It's not like remote or hidden away. It's not hidden away. There are thickets of woods along the way, but okay. so it would be it would provide some cover for the deed. Yes, or or uh, for an ambush. Okay, um, I'm about to attempt something. Uh, Gunnan, uh, give me one second. I set my staff down. I get into a sit-down position. I close my eyes as I open my third eye to analyze the crime scene. Okay. Are you going to be casting using, using cast magic? I've, it says if I'm going to do... I'm trying to read the bad situation, so I'm reading this murder scene, I believe. If that's All applicable. Right. Let's see. What's the let's see, Oliar. What's the move? It's it's called third eye. It says when you read a bad situation, you can open up your third eye for a moment to take in extra information. It goes take plus one hold on any result of a seven or more, plus you can see invisible things. But on a miss. I can still get one hold. You may still get one hold, but you're exposed to supernatural danger. All right, roll plus sharp then. Oh, 11. 11, all right. So you, let's see, you hold three and do you get an additional hold? Yeah, it no. says uh, plus one. Oh, it says just says take a pl plus one hold. Take plus one hold on it. So yeah, you get you get to ask four questions. Okay. <laughs> from the list. So what's my best way in slash out? What are any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's the most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? One. I think you got it. I think this is going to be like you got it right. Like you're scanning the psychic imprints and there only seemed to be one attacker during this whole time because like it's kind of like in video games when you're investigating you can do a scene replay you see uh -huh. you can see like the imp psychic imprints of a wolf attacking the man and the woman running away once he goes down but the wolf runs after her and attacks her before she All can right, get so, far so what i'm feeling is like their fear 
and like shadow image of them running and then you just see like the silhouette of this lupine figure tearing into it as blood is flying through with bright flashes of crimson upon my eyes so it's like shaking my head at the at the sheer brutality of it all another thing you notice from that shadow is that it's large like it's about it's a little bit smaller than a horse like bigger than wolves normally are Gunnan just sees the hairs on my on my arms start rising at the, as I'm assessing the mass of this black shadowy mass of this creature it's imprint all right you have three more questions okay uh i'm open to suggestions if the i i think uh what's the best way to protect the victims i think would be the second one but i'm also open to suggestions for the best way to protect the victims is that it happened at night so this wolf it seems to this creature seems to be a more nocturnal predator so if you keep people from roaming the streets at night, that would probably be the best way to protect them from this. Otherwise, you'd need to learn more about why it did what it did so you could determine who it would be going after next. Wait, they said there was a knife missing. Yes. So would I spot where the knife went? Yeah. After- um I'm going to say that could either be that questions are nebulous. Yes. <laughs> that would be so you get it. The psychic image rewinds like you saw as he was going down, mm-hmm. but it rewinds as the wolf. I'll make it like for, what's the best way out or in as the wolf jumps out from one of the clearings. You see him, the man drawing a knife. And the woman does fire a crossbow bolt at it. It doesn't go down like a hand crossbow. Uh-huh. Because they died, but they were aware that there were dangers on the road occasionally. So they wanted ways to defend themselves. Okay. The man does stick his knife into the wolf, but it doesn't seem to it doesn't seem to pay the mind like a predator just looking for food would. Like it's Realistically, as soon as you smack, as soon as you stab something, if it's just looking to eat, it's going to be like, "Fuck this! I'm leaving. This thing is too dangerous for me." Right. So this was so it wasn't just so this is definitely not like an average. This isn't just a run of the mill wolf. Since it is, yes, it's not operating off instinct. Right. This was with intent, or under orders. Yes. I think that was a three, wasn't it? That's three, and you have one more. Any suggestions, Gundam? I don't know how helpful it would be, but what's most vulnerable to me is always a fun question. Okay. All right. I'll just throw that out there. You already know that the wolf is apparently vulnerable. Well, not vulnerable, but can be damaged with conventional weapons, which your guns are. Mm-hmm. But I think you're just like taking your time, you're scrolling through it, and you see like a humanoid figure following them on the trail before. Yeah, like this is before the wolf attacks. Hold up. Rewind. Enhance. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's someone they're only vaguely aware of. Like, if you, like, you're still, like, going off their residual psychic energy. It's like when you are just walking along on the street and you hear someone's footsteps behind you. You know someone's there and you might be able to get, like, a detailed thing. Whoever that is, if you confront them about why were you there, Mm -hmm. like, at least minutes before they died... You could use that as leverage, possibly. The challenge is, however, we have to figure out who was also there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I have, I have a question for you. 
when you when you do this, when you slam your staff down into the ground and read the whole place, is yeah. that all just like you doing kind of a Sherlock mind palace thing where it's all in your head, or are you creating like a physical recreation of this scene that I can also see? Uh, actually, that would be since that would help convey information better. Yes, I actually okay. create oh, like yeah. a full audio performance of it as a visual performance of these impressions so you get an idea of it that way you can see what i see as i play this and running it like i'm running it on a dvr as i'm like rewinding zooming in and out certain sections enhance contrast tint (laughs) vertical hold (laughs) upload to twitter I oh, stole this bit from Harvey Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> Birdman, get in here. <laughs> there, they, someone else was there. And I snapped uh, back out. Someone else was there. But who was it? I only got the impression. It was very faint. But someone was there before the attack happened. Hmm. And definitely they they did try to fight it, but it did not run away like so this was definitely not a regular wolf. As you saw. <laughs> yes, it was disturbing. But yes. perhaps Hmm. I could it be what what happened to the person that was following them? Did you see? It showed that they were there be- minutes before the attack happened, but then I, I couldn't get a good read. But it basically was like like a distant echo, as if someone. What if that was the person that called forth that creature to attack? It could be. Uh, while while we're sort of pontificating, Gun Nun is is walking around the scene, um, kind of half looking around while while lost in his own head, uh, and he trips. And I'm going to use my move. Oops. Oh, nice. Oh. Uh, if you want to stumble across something important, tell the keeper. You will find something important and useful, although not necessarily related to your immediate problems. Okay. What do I find, keeper? You come across a note. It was, like, hidden in the bushes. Like, maybe it fell out of a pocket when the lady started running. It's a somewhat threatening. No, I don't want to, you don't want to say threatening, but given what happened, it kind of feels threatening. Like it's a note from the Druid Arthur <laughs> telling, like, to the to Maria, being like, "This town does not need textile mill. We have sufficed without it for long enough. Do not." De- I do not want you destroying nature and industrializing this area. People have claimed so much already and torn down so many woods. So the druid is upset that they are making a mill. I feel like I've just cracked this case wide open. <laughs> <laughs> you literally columboed your way a, the- a-, a plausible theory right now. <laughs> Speaking of that, let's go to Frindical. all right hey uh carl how are you today carl's doing well all right carl as you're going you know that the boy would probably be in the house and it's like you probably go by the local like one room schoolhouse and they're like yeah william was not in today because his parents fucking died and you go by his house, which is a mansion. Like, it's one of the newer houses in town because his parents just moved here and they're like, we are not settling for some rinky dink shithole house. 
It's probably bigger than the mayor's house. Let's be real. They were by far the wealthiest people in town. Do you do the doorbell thing? Or knock on the door? Make yourself known? Yeah, I'm going to do the doorbell thing. As you do the doorbell, a tiefling answers the door. It's like, oh, hey. Like a tiefling made in like that traditional maid outfit. Or like tiefling made such governess, nanny, you know, the whole all in one. Why, hello there, young boy. How can I help you? Hi. I heard William was having a bad day, and I was wondering if he could come out and we could play together so I could, you know, try and cheer him up. I'm going to need you to roll to convince someone. Uh, so would that be manipulate someone? Manipulate, yes. Okay. Ah, charm. Uh, I've got a nine on that one. Now, dear, why would you want... Why do you want to see William again? Well, you know, the Ernie had a bad time and just wanted to cheer him up. Because he seems like a good kid and I'd like to be his friend. Well, okay. Uh, well, unfortunately, he is not here right now. He is with his father's friend Vivictus at the trader store. Oh, at the local traders. But I'm sure he would love to see you now. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Can you tell him Kyle came? Sure thing. She does not look like Thank she's you. Kyle came. <laughs> as she as she closes and, the door. And as soon as the door closes, it's a full on adult sprint <laughs> to the trader store. You make it to the trader store. Inside, you see just like a bunch, just barrels of open candy, some biscuits and some crackers in a barrel. You see some snow globes for Old Oak. It's never snowed here. It's not that kind of climate. (laughs) And you see a wiry looking young man. He is an elf but he does not have any grace you would expect with an elf but you know more power to him hello welcome to trader vivictus how may i make your shopping experience magical today i'm uh uh i'm look something to cheer up someone who's had a bad day uh, you know, like the best, hey, here's a gift and let's be buddies type thing. Well, we have s- commemorative snow globes of old oak. We have foam swords. We have some barrels of candy. That's two gold a pound. Uh, we have some pipe weed, depending on how old the person you want to cheer up is. Well, he's a kid like me. Okay, we don't have pipe weed. Uh... We have... Uh, some shirts. I went to Old Oak and I got this shirt. Uh, what's your, uh... The candy... What's the sweetest thing you have? Like, what just... Complete sugar high. Oh, those are our sugar and honey rainbows. Made from pure sugar and honey. Coated with sprinkles. Sound perfect. Alright. They're by the pound with two gold per pound. This is industrial time, so you can just grab them right out of the barrel. We don't care about health these days. <laughs> hmm. You also like, uh, what's the thing? A good can for kicking? Because I hear the best thing to do is, you know, Kick the can with your buds when you're having candy. We do have pre-empty cans of beans. 
Only five copper per can. Where are those? Oh, right behind, right on that shelf, right over there. I'm gonna walk over to the shelf and look up and go, eh. Mister, it's a bit too tall. Can you get it for me? Of course. He stands up off the chair he was apparently sitting on and starts walking over to to get the can for you. Okay. Um, so far, it's just been me and him in room of the shop. You can probably hear some people, an uh, older man talking in the back room to someone else, but... I think while he this guy's distracted by the can, I'm going to make a... Bur- I'm going to attempt to make a bur- Push through stress. That's a great phrase to hear. Those are my notes. That's my sheet. Or act under pressure. I like push through stress still. Alrighty. Grand total of seven. With a minus seven. After the minus one. You know that simply getting the can won't be enough of a distraction. You need to do something in order to busy this teenage worker. And I will allow you to cause havoc, but it will come back on you, and you will just be making this kid's life worse. Well, you know, I've never been in a game with you in which snow globes don't get destroyed. (laughs) Either by the player character getting beaten with them, or... (laughs) You know, the shelf being blown through by an angry monster. Um, yeah, uh, the can's not going to be enough, but I'm just a clumsy little kid, and oop, well, to get out of his way, there goes the um, snow globe display. All right, the snow globe and... Are we going to say something else? I was going to say, and a very adult fuck. Oh, no! <laughs> uh, snow globes! He grabs a single rag that you know won't be enough to get up all that water and starts running over to try and soak it up. You're now able to get to the back freely and going through an open door, you see an older man and a boy, presumably William and Vivictus. Okay. Uh, Vivictus is a dire-looking older man. He looks like a merchant who has had a great deal of success at the expense of a lot of other people. You see gold rings on his fingers, a bald head, and like big bushy eyebrows. He just looks to you. Oh, who who are you there? What do I pay teens minimum wage for if they do not guard my rooms? I'm going to uh, invoke one of the uh, moves for the flake. Often overlooked. So I'm going to attempt to come off unthreatening and unimportant while I, in a very hurried panic, look for cleaning supplies back here to help the nice young man out there who uh, is cleaning up my disaster. All right. Roll plus weird. And I've gotten eight total. And I'm going to pick unimportant. All right. I think since you're looking unimportant and you just don't look you're not doing anything to look threatening. He's just gonna huff and like go out there to yell at his employee for any number of small things, leaving you alone with the kid. I'm gonna look to William and go, he seems rather mean and boring. Do you want to get out of here and have some fun? 
roll to convince someone with a plus one because you still look like another child. Eric, why did you tell me that? I have a 14 total. Fucking hell. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Fuck this. This is bad. This Level is... six is plus one plus the additional. <laughs> sure. Oh, God. Let's find the back you door will... out of here. That way we avoid the mess outside. Yeah, he shows you the back door. You abduct child. Congratulations, Carl. <laughs> oh, God. It's an after school special. <laughs> <laughs> Now stranger remember, danger. Remember, trust strangers always. <laughs> and I think since it's funny, and you've done a bit, we will have we will have as you are going with William, wherever you're going, you meet up with God Nun and Holy oh, R. <laughs> to be fair, I did make it known to them that I was going to initially head to a playground. Uh, and that's kind of like where I go with William. So as we show up, they pass by. <laughs> Double take. <laughs> oh. We're doing this now, I see. <laughs> oh. Oh no. I I didn't think he was going to pull it off. So, what are you doing now that you have a small child in a park and your friends are here? Carl? <laughs> and, like, the whole child facade just drops. Like, you know, no easing out of it. It's just let the plate shatter on the floor. All right, kid, there's something going ah. on. Some terrible <laughs> things are happening. Your folks were offed. That guy's a dick. There's things in danger. And these guys, and I point wildly behind me at both Gun Nun and a lawyer. I'm covering my face at keeping you safe. What's going on? I thought you were another kid like me. <laughs> I'm just that good. All of those puppet plays warned me about Stranger Danger, but I didn't believe them. <laughs> stranger Danger? This is Stranger Savior. Ah, I don't know if you can qualified like that. Oh, no. You don't get to say what Stranger Danger wants. Not you're the stranger. But I'm also your savior. I'm saving you from a guy who looks kind of like a dick. You know, you had a really shifty, you know, uh, uh, what's the word for them? Not au pair. Nanny. You had a really shifty nanny answer the door. The, who I don't have a nanny. Anybody inside. Kid, we can't let you go home then. <laughs> Tiefling in a maid outfit's not your nanny? You are not safe. <laughs> Wait, Tiefling in a what now? <laughs> We just kidnapped a child. <laughs> and by we, I mean you, explicitly. <laughs> no, 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 no. I cannot be a part of this. I'm a, trying, I am this a certified is the royal we, and I, um, you're all complicit now. <laughs> ding, ding. I, I can't be a part of this. I'm I'm a children's entertainer. <laughs> I cannot be. I cannot be. <laughs> if you get caught, you won't be. Young our young ward. <laughs> Are you trying to calm the small child da with him down? God. Um. Okay. Uh. I try to do some close-up magic. Look, kid. I am gonna <laughs> have you roll plus. Have you roll to manipulate somebody? Okay. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay. Uh, my charm is plus one, but I rolled a five, uh -huh. so it's a six. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. It's not well, my <laughs> Well. Well. Let's hear it. William <laughs> bolts. And you hear 
the sound of a bell going in downtown. Almost if someone was like, hey, the kid I was looking after is gone. And that halfling that was in here that I still know as an adult, because halfling, adult halflings have different proportions from children, is also gone. I think my child's been fucking kidnapped. So a guard's bell is currently ringing. William is running off into town. What do you three do? You're gonna panic. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 I immediately start digging. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I can't be a part of this. <laughs> I go home. This is done. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, um, yep. Uh, we can't be a part of this. We gotta run. <laughs> Carl gives pursuit until he visibly sees a cop. Oh my god. He's got to get back to safety somehow. Oh my god. Wait a second. I'm a wizard. Damn it. I could do magic. I try to cast invisibility on myself and try to run. (laughs) All right. So you're casting invisibility on yourself to run. Wait. Is Gunnar just contemplating how his life is over now? Um. Okay, uh, maybe I should do it on all of us just in case. <laughs> yes, please. Okay. Yes, okay. yes, please. I, I am going to try to make us all invisible at this point. Lozo, use cat use magic. So roll plus weird. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, ten. <laughs> ten. All right. On a ten, hold three and. Oh wait, nope. That's that's the wrong one. On a ten plus. The magic works without issue, so you are. Let's see. Yeah, you're going to do one thing that's beyond human limitation, and that's making all three of you magical. Yeah, I pull out a thermia trope and I just swirl around like the bird in a cage until it makes us all disappear, and then we run. <laughs> now, Carl, are you running after the child? Upon feeling the magic hit my body, ah, my flesh is disappearing! <laughs> it's supposed to, I hope. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. <laughs> Alright, if y'all are just running away, you can get to somewhere safe. I'm gonna follow the soothing sounds of their voices uh, while I run midst panic attack. That's All a good right. question. Can we see each other? I'm gonna say yes. Just okay. Yes. Y'all see the outlines of each other. Yes. <sighs> because this is a dumb game. Mm. We've I've, we've brought this on ourselves. Okay. <laughs> well, let's <laughs> just hope. <laughs> let's just hope that all blows over. Yeah, there's a murder. So of course, naturally, come on. Attempted kidnapping isn't gonna like is it gonna last too long? I mean, there's a wolf out there. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. Is there? And uh, Gun Nun hands over the the note that that he found. I look at it. I I pull out a monocle, put it on my eye, read the note, and let it pop off. That's I go. <gasps> Do you think the druid can become a wolf? Hmm? Hmm. This involves me understanding other forms of magic besides close-up, stage, and the arcane. (laughs) I never did shaman magic. Would this be shaman magic, or is this... Well, he's a druid, so it would be druidic. Hmm. I don't know any magic. Perhaps we should go to the druid. Oh, it certainly helps that we're invisible, so... It would make sense. just the science that the 1% uses to keep us down. I just use it to save us. (laughs) 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 
So basically, I'm a socialist wizard. <laughs> I seize the means of production to share amongst the group. <laughs> The citizens have been Jeremy, Pense, and Lorenzo. Editing and producing was done by me, Chell. The tracks used in this episode can be found in the episode description. Thank you to Ray Cavalis for making our art. You can find her over at Keylography Inc. on Twitter or KeylographyInc.com. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to our show for more adventures. If you really like what you heard, I would absolutely love it if you could leave us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. Every review we get bumps us in the algorithm and helps us reach more listeners. Also, it's super nice and validating to have people praise me. Like, I'm not going to look that. Until next time, have a good rest of the pregnant, y'all. It's hard out there, but we have each other. And there is someone out there who loves you and wants to see you living your best and truest life. Goodbye.